Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome in. A little bit different version of stoppage time today. Mike Conti unavailable. He has a meeting, and this is a recorded edition of the show. But I had the opportunity to catch up with Nick Firmino, newly signed Atlanta United player for the first team for 2024, and I wanted to share that interview with you. Also, a couple of updates on this weekend's match and just letting you know everywhere that you can check it out. 5.30 is the start time on Saturday for the Five Stripes countdown. Kickoff will be just after 6. All of the games in the Eastern Conference will kick off at the same time. Atlanta United will be scoreboard watching. They could finish anywhere from 5th to 7th in the Eastern Conference. They could play three different teams in the first round of the MLS Eastern Conference playoffs. They could play Orlando. They could play Columbus. They could play Philadelphia. Now, New England could get their way into the top four, but Atlanta couldn't play them because if New England gets to the top four, that means somebody will have more points than Atlanta in that fifth spot, and Atlanta won't be matched up with New England. So it's possibly Orlando, Philly, or Columbus, and it's possibly fifth, sixth, or seventh place in the East. I don't really know what that means for this game, to be perfectly honest. I don't know... If you try to get a rhythm going, knowing that you're going to then be off for nine days, maybe ten, depending on how the schedule falls. Do you try to get guys back from international duty to play 90 minutes on Saturday? Do you give them 30? Do you give them 45? And honestly, it might not be a situation where everybody is in the same situation. It's a really tricky decision day for Atlanta United. For some other teams, it's more cut and dried. Some teams still have to try to play their way in. Some teams are trying to stay in that top four, which is different. For Atlanta... Look, maybe you get into the last 15, 20 minutes of Saturday and you like the matchup that you have at that point. 
or you don't like the matchup that you have at that point, and maybe that affects the way this match plays out. We will keep you posted throughout on all of the different games going on in the Eastern Conference and what it does to the live table. We will be giving you live score updates. It will be a very hectic broadcast from TQL Stadium in Cincinnati, but Mike Conti and I will be there 5.30 for Five Stripes Countdown, 6.09 for kickoff. Second half, I'm assuming they're going to try to have all the games kick off at the same time, barring any kind of crazy stoppage time situation in the first half of a game that could throw it off. I'd be curious to see how that gets kind of handled. The NWSL Decision Day last weekend, for example, got off by about five minutes or so in some games. I know they're going to try to avoid that, but you might not be able to, just depending on how everything shakes out. We will have a full-time report on Saturday. It will be abbreviated because we're traveling back with the team. But by that stage, we will know who the opponent is. We might know the date of the first playoff game on the road. We might know the kickoff time. We might not. But we will definitely know who the opponent is by the time we leave the air on Saturday. 92.9 The Game is where you can listen. The Odyssey app is where you can always listen. The Atlanta United app as well. You can always sync us up with the Apple TV MLS Season Pass broadcast as well. So, without further ado, I have an interview for you that I was able to conduct just a little bit ago with newly signed Atlanta United first team member for 2024, Nick Firmino. I've had the opportunity to call his games with Atlanta United too. Let's hear from Nick Firmino about how crazy his last 24 hours have been. Four hours, Ben. I'm good. It's been uh, it's been pretty crazy. You know, a lot of messages, but uh, it's been overall exciting. I think what what jumped out to me about your year this year is I go back to the very very beginning and. You've always had this kind of quiet confidence that this is where you would end up and everything was to get to this point. Has it felt that comfortable for you this year? Were there times where you wondered how the how it would end? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, there's always those moments, you know, where um, there's uncertainty and, you know, uh, you're anxious and, and you don't know how things are going to go, but... Um, you know, I, I felt like I did a good job of staying level-headed and staying present. Um, I knew that to get to this point, which was the end goal, I would have to impress with the second team, impress every time I came up to train with the first team. And, you know, if I was given an opportunity to play with the first team, just impress, especially in preseason. And, you know, um, I knew it was going to be hard. So those moments didn't really discourage me um, that much. Um, obviously, you do have little moments and, and things of that nature. But, you know, overall, I had a, a great mindset. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep uh, – thinking positively and you know it's gotten me here and you know hopefully it's going to take me to where I want to be eventually did the pathway that that you kind of envisioned when you came here last year with Atlanta United too did the pathway kind of play out the way that you thought it might yeah um definitely the goal was to to get to the first team you know no matter how I did it and you know that's that's where I'm at today um maybe not the timing obviously is not always going the way that, that you want it. But, you know, everything happens at the right time. So, um, you know, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. It's been the the grind that has always impressed me about you. And, and seeing you play 
as a 10, as a 9, as a, as a winger, as an 8, as a 6, wherever the team needs you, you've popped in and played those positions. Yeah. How, how difficult has it been to develop that versatility to be able to help a team in any different position, honestly, in the front six? Um, well, now it's not all that hard. Um, but, you know, early on, it, it definitely was just, um, you know, even dating back to the academy days, you know, playing different positions. And when we play for the first time, it's, it's you know, different. You got to get used to it and things of that nature. But when you play so many different positions um, all the time, it, it becomes second nature. You know, you're just a footballer out there. Um, so you should be able to be effective in multiple positions. That's what I try to do and, you know, be comfortable and, and not only just play them, but play them well and, and impact the team. That's what I've always tried to explain about your game is – you play your game in those positions. You don't change. You you play the same game as an eight, as a six, as a ten. Obviously, adapting to what the position requires. But your personality on the field. Where do you feel like that came from? As a kid, as you know, your background playing in New England. You know what defines the way that you play the game. Um, I'm saying just heart. I'd say you know, never giving up and and you know always fighting till the. So the final whistle, um, you know, you can do that regardless of the position you're playing in. You know, that's something you can control always. Um, sometimes you can't control um, how well you're playing on the ball, things of that nature. Everybody has, you know, bad games on the ball, but you can always control your effort. You can always control your, your reactions. And, and that's what I try to do in, in any position that I play. Let's kind of walk it back for the, the people who I think are getting to know you and are excited about you joining the, the first team roster for next season. You know, your time in New England came to an end that, honestly, I think a lot of people didn't expect at that time. And you went to Union Omaha and had a very good year before coming to Atlanta. What was the the challenges that you faced around that time and, and what kind of kept you moving forward? Um, I would say um, just not taking, a, you know, any position, any opportunity you have for granted. You know, that was a big lesson that I learned. And, you know, I think that translated to my game. I think I have a lot. My game has matured over, matured a lot in these last three years, you know. Um, and, and and that's what I try to take um, with me now is, is, you know, every session, you know, you never know when it's going to be your last session, your last game. So just, you know, leaving everything out there every time you play. I've noticed that you've really started to get involved in passing that kind of message along to the next generation, whether it's the academy kids with, with Atlanta United too that you've trained with and played with the season, or your work in the community. How important is it to be that mentor, whether it's in the locker room or on the training field, or to, to kids in the community? It's huge. You know, they're the future. You know, I feel like they they need a good example, and you know, need to be told from from a young age that you know the spot that you want, a lot of other people want as well. So you're gonna have to outwork them to get it. And once you get it, it's going to be even harder to keep it, you know. Um, a lot of people get to where they thought was the end goal and, you know, get comfortable. And then there's people, you know, that want to get to where you're at. You know, they outwork you and, and you know, that's that's just life and that's how the game works. And, you know, I feel like that's a very important message. So this season with Atlanta United too, you didn't start the season in that big goal-scoring form. Eric Lopez started the year he was injured. Things opened up, you moved up top, and then moved around, depending on what Steve Cook needed. Just kind of talk me through how the two staff and the squad around you helped you have the year that you did. No, it was great. You know, from from early on, I started playing more of a 
uh, a six-eight role. You know, played all preseason there. Um, felt felt good. Was doing well. Um, and like you said, we started off, you know, with Eric um, getting hurt, and then we needed, you know, we needed goals. We needed goal scoring opportunities. So, you know, I, we we knew that me and the staff knew that, you know, I could fill that role, and um, you know, they they put me there, and and you know, uh, luckily I was able to have a great season statistically and, you know, help the team create chances and score goals. And there was times where I, middle of the season, I would drop to eight and six as well, you know, um, just to help the team. But, you know, it, it's all credit to the staff. You know, they'll have a game plan for depending on the team and, and see where I could be most effective and, and how the team could be most effective. One thing I'll always remember about this year was the trip you made to Columbus and you were on the, the bench for that. You were called up for the first team came back, played the next day for Atlanta United too. But that game in Columbus, if I'm not mistaken, you were kind of the emergency center back if needed, right? Yeah, that was. <laughs> we, we trained uh, uh, during the week, you know, uh, with this David Gonzo and, and Diego. Um, and I trained there all week. And, you know, in case anything happened, I was, I was ready to step in. So, uh, you know, I wasn't needed that day. But, you know, if it was called for, I would I would have stepped in. So then we've got to talk about your debut in MLS and your goal against NYC that earned a valuable point for the team. Just, you know, looking back on it now with a little bit of distance, um, how crazy was that day for you? Um, it's funny you say that because uh, I still don't really understand how crazy it was. You know, he's coming <laughs> in you know, on your debut at home at the Benz and to not even play, what, three, four minutes. And, you know, to, and it was a huge game as well. You yeah. know, to, to save her a point, um, it was you know better than I than I could have imagined. So, last one for you, Nick, is just the the conversations that led to the signing. You know, I'm I'm sure there were conversations throughout the year, and and probably honestly before the season started. But as it got closer, you know, when did you kind of feel like, yeah, my future's gonna be in Atlanta, and it's gonna be with the first team staff? Um, well, I always felt that, you know. Um, that that was, you know, how it was going to end. Um, obviously, throughout the season, we we've had we have conversations with you know the the staff and, and the front office and stuff like that. But we knew from early on in the in the season that I was going to have to have a good year and keep proving myself. You know, and that's what I the biggest challenge for me was all year um, not being satisfied and not getting comfortable with you know however many goals or assists or. That wasn't a point for me. Of course, the goals and assists came, but I wanted good performance after good performance and be as consistent as possible. Um, and you know, like towards the uh, the tail end of the the season, I you know we started to get a uh, a better idea of, of negotiations and stuff. And then just the the conversations with with Gonzalo and with his staff about the the kind of role that they see you going into preseason for next year. Yeah, we we talked about uh, the the eight ten role. You know, which is where I've been most comfortable. You know, my whole life. Um, you know, that's the, the the main roles we talked about. But I told him that anywhere I'm needed, you know, he knows I'm ready. And you know, he said the same thing. Um, and yeah, we're we're both uh, excited to, to work with each other. Nick, thank you so much for the time. Big time, congratulations, man! It's been fun following you this season, and honestly, the past two seasons since you joined Atlanta United too. And I'm really, really happy for your success. Thank you, my man. I appreciate that.
Thanks again to Nick Firmino and everybody over at Atlanta United for helping to arrange the interview. I also wanted to share with you something from yesterday's media availability. I had the chance to talk to Nick's teammate, both with Atlanta United too and with the first team, Jay Fortune, on what Nick brings to the table and why it's important that he is joining the first team for 2024. Here's Jay Fortune on Nick Firmino. Yeah, I mean, after the year he's had, um, he's deserved it, uh, I think. Uh, I'll probably go inside now when I see him again and just tell him congratulations. I told him earlier, but um, he, he had a great season. And when you when you put up numbers like that, you know, it, he, he did his job. And I think the it's very easy transition because he's he's been training with us for a little bit and we know him well, I know him well, so I think we'll we'll get along well. And, you know, as, as you can see, he's able to score goals. He's able to, to play in different positions in the midfield. And um, I think... Most importantly, it brings competition as well to the middle of the field, uh, which allows me to get better, allows him to get better, allows all of us, which is which is the best thing. On the Firmino signing, I'll end with this. I just love that it demonstrates the different player development routes for young players. Sometimes it's a, a somewhat straight line from the academy through to a homegrown deal, playing with the second team in MLS Next Pro, joining the first team, playing significant minutes, and then maybe staying there, maybe moving to another country, who knows what. Sometimes it's not a straight line. Sometimes players get that homegrown deal and it doesn't work out, like what happened with Firmino in New England. I think it's always a credit to the makeup of that individual where they are able to do what Nick Firmino did, and he went to Union Omaha in USL League One in 2021, had a good year there, came to Atlanta for an opportunity in 2022. And honestly, part of that opportunity was playing in a deeper role than he had played before. And he did that a lot in 2022 in USL Championship with Atlanta United too. This year kind of started in that somewhat deeper role. And as Nick told you, when the team needed something different, he pushed higher up the field, and he played as a nine for a little while. And then once Karim Tamimi got going and Jackson Conway came back into the team, then there was a spot for Nick to play in that number 10 role, which was different for the twos than it is for the first team for Tiago Almada, but still impactful. And Firmino also created opportunities, not just scoring the goals. But there were times when it was needed for him to drop deeper and to get as many talented players on the field as possible. Firmino played as an eight but he contributed in the same ways in that position. He has worked so hard to earn this opportunity. I'm so thrilled for him, and I'm just so happy about the work that Atlanta United, too, and that staff led by Steve Cook put into getting him ready for these opportunities. He's delivered on getting that opportunity with the first team, but he was put in a position to succeed by the entire staff at Atlanta United, the second team staff, the first team staff, and Nick Firmino will have an opportunity. Really now, the work truly begins going into the first team in 2024 on a full MLS contract. Just so excited for Nick Firmino. A couple of updates to finish the show off with on the Cincinnati front ahead of the Decision Day match on Saturday. Pat Noonan agreed to a long-term contract extension. This follows similar deals for general manager Chris Albright, for the captain and MVP candidate Luciano Acosta. 
this secures Cincinnati's long-term future. You have your manager, your GM, and your captain all on long-term deals. They deserve it. The, the year that they've had, they are the Supporters' Shield champions. They have completely changed the fortunes of this franchise, this club. Second straight playoff appearance, and they're a favorite to win MLS Cup this year. And they're going into CONCACAF Champions Cup next year. Now, when you talk about a playoff run and things you don't want going into it, injuries. There are two for Cincinnati to pay attention to. I don't expect to see these players on Saturday. How long of a term injury will they be? We'll have to wait and see. Nico Moreno of Pulso Sports reported on this last night. Santiago Arias came back early from international duty due to a muscle injury. Yerson Mosquera left Colombia's match last night with Ecuador in the 85th minute due to an injury. We'll have updates later in the week. We'll talk about it on the Five Stripes Countdown on Saturday. But two players that I wouldn't expect to see for Cincinnati on decision day and two players that they are definitely going to need as they get ready for a playoff push. Thanks for hanging out with me on a little bit different kind of stoppage time today. Mike Conti will be back with us next week as we get ready for the playoffs, and we will know who the opponent is. We will know when that game kicks off. We will know everything that you need to know as Atlanta United goes into a best-of-three Eastern Conference first-round playoff series. Don't forget, Saturday, 5.30, Five Stripes Countdown. Just after 6 o'clock is your kickoff. You can listen on 92.9 The Game on the Odyssey app on the Atlanta United app. Full-time report will follow the final whistle with the full playoff breakdown in the Eastern Conference. It's decision day on Saturday. Hopefully you can join us on the radio for that. And Atlanta Soccer Tonight will be back next week as well on Tuesday night to start previewing everything as the games take on a little bit more significance now as we get into the postseason. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.